0: Apologies for last week. I was not here last week. I was busy doing stuff last week, but we have made it. Uh, We have Ben, Major 4K, as usual. Luke is not here. Uh, Luke is off bluff in his case, uh, being a father. So we have a replacement. A replacement for Luke is Nick from Contact Coffee. We don't know him again, Nick. He's uh, still serving, so he's been busy. But uh, on this magical day, he is with us. Hello, Nick. How's
1: it going? <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be here. I, I bet you're looking forward to having a lot of non-pen clicking going on in the background of uh, yeah. for the audio and um, a lot of actually sentence constructed correctly instead of ums or just like guessing or, or, or shit jokes. So um, that's what I bring to the party. Um, Absolutely. Conversation.
2: So hey, when you, when you edit this, mate, can you just add the cheering like you get on the Steve Wright show where everyone screams and, <laughs> and welcomes Nick in?
0: <laughs> I reckon I might actually be able to do that. I'll give that a go.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cheers, guys.
0: Yeah. So is this basically all you're going to do, Nick, is just beast uh, Luke the whole time. Just get as many well, things in against Luke as you can.
1: Well, at the end of the day, it's not usually... Uh, the way i go about stuff but um you are your you are all your actions aren't you so oh, nice oh. Lead done sir <laughs> nicely done
2: <laughs> so straight in there stealing my thunder exactly start. yeah
1: i'm here to rock the boat
2: Ali too soon mate <laughs> yeah. hey, it makes it makes a cha- it does make a change for for a Scaly to say that he's actually going to rock the boat instead of saying that he's not going to rock the boat that's good it's good
1: <laughs> I think I think we're setting the precedence here early aren't we I know nice. how this circle's going to go yeah yes
2: <laughs> cool. well
0: we reckon don't you Nick that potentially we might be able to get you a bit more often
1: yeah it'd be at good least yeah because um, I disagree with every single word that Luke says so it'd be good to actually argue against him none of you bluffers I actually stand up to him so it'd be good to um, <laughs> actually put put his foot down stamp it down on the ground and you know Reaffirm my place in contact coffee and uh just mug off Luke as much as possible.
2: Winning. <laughs> yeah. Fucking winning.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. So uh, so, he, so he's chuffed to fuck you back then, is he?
1: Yeah, he, he loves it, mate. Loves it. <laughs> so have you actually
0: been doing stuff for the business since you've been back? Or have you just been like, Look, I've been away, i am on leave. Uh you're on it, Luke.
1: Yeah, so so um I, I joke so decided to give Luke a bit of jip. He he has completely owned it, completely owned it. So while, while I've been away, it's, I've been able to dip in and out as and when I can. Um, and then while I've been back, you know how it is. You're just trying to reset your life. So, I don't know, like sort stuff out of the bank, sort stuff out of your car, like stuff that work makes you do. And yeah, and just trying to get on top of all that. So, Luke's just giving me that bit of breathing space. Um, so, I've been able to step away from the business, focus on getting my shit in one sock before I sort of crack on again. Um, which Somebody is back good. In? So, we're back in the mix with Luke next week so we're heading up to uh, the office in Cannock and uh, we're just going to have like a, a a director's meeting because we're professional now that's what we call it instead of just a meeting yeah um, nice and yeah just have a catch up on everything I've ever missed out on need to do or um, sort of plans for the future which would be pretty cool cool man yeah. Um,
0: yeah did you model for that your jingle uh, what's it called your Christmas coffee it looked like when you had your beard, you were modelling for that.
1: No, it, it, it wasn't me, Um, it, unfortunately. is uh, it, that, that has an actual mask. Um, yeah, oh, really? pretty good you mask. Yeah, I managed to get it, yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. it does go in pre-order today.
0: Right, I've just noticed, obviously one at home can see this, but when you have a Zoom meeting, you know the score, you have like a little name, uh, and Nick's is pretty fly for a Wi-Fi, which is typical... <laughs> of the sort of shit humour that <laughs> me and Ben and Luke have to deal oh with on this fucking what fucking that is hideous
2: yeah
1: you're welcome
0: be a, be,
2: be a geek and proud mate I mean you're out there you know Jesus Christ
1: yeah don't hide from it embrace it
2: exactly. embrace Freaking. it it's modern world that's it yeah uh, uh, can we actually can we actually talk about uh, why you went missing in action for a whole week and oh, yeah. you obviously just fobbed your mates off because you did a little bit of a walk I was Come on, then.
0: I'm just going to sit here I'll sit here silently and you can all be nasty to me for a bit
2: um, we were nasty to you life was nasty to you over the last week by the sounds of it well Public said Hills, uh, yeah agreed fresh air
1: yeah what, what guys what actually happened we were trying to get in comms like, send the messages um, at first I thought it's funny that you went missing and might be injured then I actually got no, a no phone concerned.
2: signal on the back of the wagon yeah <laughs> <laughs> Right.
0: Okay. So, for context, if you if people who are not aware, um, one of my ambassadors, Stu Leach, does shitloads for charity, and one of his things, he was going to go and do the Jurassic Coast hundred mile along the south coast. Um, I said I would go and do it with him. So that's where I was. Four days. The idea was a marathon a day. Uh, that proved not to be doable for, <laughs> various, for various reasons. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know. Basically, my phone died, as it as in got wet. Completely fucking denied. Uh, iPhones are not fucking water resistant, despite what people will tell you.
2: So we're definitely talking about your phone, not your backbone here, aren't we? That's definitely oh, abs- what we're talking about. No, absolutely. I was
0: physically in uh, in top shape. I didn't struggle even vaguely. <laughs>
1: that nose the is growing
0: the nose is growing guys yeah no jet yeah, was not that bad it's just right and Stu Stu won't mind me talking about this Stu basically looked at it on paper and the person who he was using as a a sort of the guy so basically someone that we all know I think said oh yeah I cracked this in the summer cracked this in May took me four days better marathon a day yeah it's, I mean it's a, it's a lick but you'll be fine Stu then went, okay, great. Uh, I'm better if this guy was doing it in like light, light scales. Stu then went, cool, well, me and Gaz will be fine then. So we, we just we just cracked on going on that information. The difference was we were carrying a fuckload of, ca- of camping kits. Uh, I was carrying all my fucking camera gear because I thought, yeah, I'll do, it'll be mega. I'll do some uh, product photos and all that shit on the way. So I, was, gotcha. I never used it once. So I was carrying that around the whole time. Um, and obviously the weather was shit. The ground was like fucking slime. So I, I realized this is just a whole host of excuses here. Yep. But uh, it was a very different experience. And it turned out that the, the marathon of the day just was not doable. Did it one day, a little bit less the next day. Did like nearly did it the third day and then it was a short day on the Friday. But uh, yeah, I, I can't deny that at times it was a little bit cold wet and miserable and uh, sense of humour was on red in a big way a couple so, of times.
1: So so what was your sleeping situation like then? Were you doing, were you doing wet and dry or do you just wrap like a normal para? Uh,
0: fucking at least we get fucking dry. You guys are fucking love the sea, you're wet all the time.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah right. No,
0: it was fine no we stayed in the tent the first night and, <laughs> And then the second night we stayed at a hotel. Nice. <laughs> and then the third night, fucking okay, on the third night is the best one. Okay, obviously, full disclosure, Jesus Christ. Go, go for it, go for it. Okay, so the, fir- the third night um, was very miserable. It was very wet. It was very not good. And we were trying to... like. <laughs> Stu was navving off an app on his phone. And I basically said, I'm here for the ride. I'm just, this is your challenge. I am, you know, I'm just, I'm just here. I'm a body to be your morale. So, Stu was having off this weird fucking app on his phone that was basically like Google Earth with a line drawn off it. So there was no like distance properly. There was no like contours or anything like that. So, and this is this is just a route drawn by this other guy that we that had done it. So it was like. It was fucking dark. It was dark, sideways rain. We are both fucking drenched. Um, you know, it's like going over features in the dark where it's like the, the sky and the feature look the same.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. Like real,
0: yeah, and you're trying to nav off a fucking phone that's just blinds you. Yeah.
2: You are so, hand railing the coast, so everything funny. on your right should, or whatever it was, should be sea.
0: I understand this
2: <laughs> yeah sorry.
0: yeah so that thing is in this situation we were not trying to get we were trying to get off the coast and inland so we could get to a uh, a little town that Stuart found that had a pub in that we weren't even sure was fucking open because of COVID but you know we basically made the call that yeah we're not going to camp here we're just going to head in ground so we, we eventually found this pub went into this like weird you know everyone's got three heads in there everyone's pissed on cider the fucking you know nicotine stained ceilings it's like the the pub that time forgot so we walk in there and go into the snug in the back where there's a fire and we basically just sat there miserable until i'm basically hoping that someone would uh offer us accommodation (laughs) for the night (laughs) So in the end, the landlord, we were there to like, and I just book well, closing. And in the end, the landlord came and said, look, are you, you're you the two guys who are just sitting here, hoping that someone's offers you accommodation, aren't you? And we were like, yeah, that's us. Uh, we've got like a shepherd's hut out front. You can stay in if you want to, like you've got Ben. So that's what, that's what happened. We basically stayed in this fucking shepherd's hut. And it was- And it incredibly- did Stu
2: spoon you and tell you that everything's going to be okay.
0: He did not spoon me. He does not spoon me at all. Now, we're on separate sides, sleeping on like a fucking half a foot worth of bench.
2: Yeah. Anyway. Is that, is that what you're calling that? You know, uh, I mean, look, Captain <laughs> hindsight here, but, you know, what's the old, you know, planning, preparation prevents getting piss-wrapped and a poor performance? You, you know?
0: Agreed entirely. I'm Agreed just entirely. Just say it. Yeah. No, I'm, not, I'm not, like, uh, I'm well aware that everything that happened was my own doing, or, yeah. So, uh, it's fine. Like, you know, it was, I'm alive. I'm not, yeah, how, how are
2: you feeling I'm not really sad. I'm not sad. Everything's fine. No we're not, we're not, <laughs> no, we're not feeling sorry for you. I'm asking you, like, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah you're still hanging out, or what?
0: No. Yeah. I, I, Jen, Jen, it was, like, it was a lick in that... It wasn't physically a lick, particularly. It was only a lick in that, what the... Because I was only, I was only doing it. You know when you're doing something and you, you don't really have any sort of kind of gain from it yourself? You know, you're there with someone else who's getting the sort of... It's more kind of important for them than it is for you. And you're mm. just along for the ride.
2: Oh, mate, you're such a only- good... You're a good man, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you were there for his morale. Give him someone to talk to and allow him to get his leader's legs. We saw the video of Stu, by the way, up on the trig po- up on the uh, trig point, and as you're coming up the hill from the rear, yeah, your face,
0: there,
1: yeah. Mate? yeah, your face wasn't um, doing a smile. It was, it was an upside down I mean, smile.
0: It was, it was real windy. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, it I mean, doesn't matter what I say here. I'm just going to sound the cunt, and uh, yeah. But Stu will admit fully that his Bergen was about half as fucking heavy as mine.
2: Well, you know, you do have a camera on your iPhone. Just, just say.
0: <laughs>
1: I could have told you that, guys. Just come to come to the SMA, mate. I could have told you that.
0: Yeah, no. Like, mate, I, I, seriously, I was fucking miserable purely because of the, the, generally the things that I was bringing on myself. Like, do I need to be here? Probably not really. I could yeah. be at home. I, I'm, I'm carrying camera gear that's... I know I'm not going to use... You know, these are are all self inflicted wounds.
2: Did you take any pictures? No, I didn't take any. No, no, no. (laughs) So (laughs) you carried dead weight? You carried dead
0: weight? 100%. 100% carried dead weight the whole way. What Uh, I heard
2: Stu did as well.
0: Oh, (laughs) oh, do you stop, (laughs) mate? Yeah. He just set me off for that, didn't he? That's that's the best one you've ever done. Well played, sir.
2: Well played, sir. (laughs) Okay. No, Jen, mate, we, I'll be honest with you. We, uh, this is absolutely Jen. As uh, as you mates, I think everyone was a little bit concerned that you uh, we had no comments from you for a few days, for whatever reason. Yeah. We yeah. were all a little bit, you know, what's going on? You know, wow. how is he? And then we oh, just life. found out that you, you just couldn't be asked uh, replying on a phone that you no longer wanted because <laughs> you're waiting for a new posh one to come through. <laughs> That's it.
0: So fucking mean. Okay. Are we finished now? Are we finished. Everyone finished. Yeah, I, I'm now?
1: happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah. I've got you you've got you've had enough stick already. Um
0: okay. totally good. Yeah. Yeah, but it was all, yeah, it was all for a good cause, you know, SPSA uh, and care police survivors, and you can still donate. I think if you go to Virgin Giving or whatever it is, uh what's it called? Is Jurassic it a really- Jurassic Raid I think it is yeah if you go to that you can donate to those charities you know we're making light of it but it's a mega thing and fucking Stu is a good guy doing good shit
2: yeah, agreed. yeah great yeah
0: okay
2: day, Megan. Um, all right so uh, what, what we got on you got some questions didn't you
0: well we did we threw them on last night um, obviously nobody expected Nick to be here and we did, but nobody else did so it's there's a couple of questions for Luke but I'm pretty sure Nick can answer them uh
1: I okay. don't know about that we'll see what we can do
0: we'll see how we go all right let's have a look uh, right okay uh okay at what point in your career did you all realize it was time to call it a day and why so you're kind of out on this Nick <laughs> um do you want to lead
2: off Ben um I don't know if we, we mentioned it before uh, I think it's for me it. was um the things with the with the army and the MOD is it's a fact of life that one moment you get a really good job and then you'll get posted promoted and you'll get a shit job you know and you never you never get a choice on, on what, what you actually what you want um I was fortunate that I had a good run in the squadron and then I took another job where I felt like I was contributing i was uh i felt like i was a bit of a big dick player at the table um and i think that's one of the biggest things about um going to certain organizations like sf units or pathfinders is the fact that you actually get a chance to have a voice at a table and feel like you're contributing to the sort of more like the strategic effect of what's going on um then i got posted and i got promoted and went and and I did another job where essentially I was a um I worked in procurement for um another organization and that was only for the last year and and, uh, it's a fact of life it's a job it gets posted and and that's where it fell on and I just wasn't happy so although I was a uh, massively appreciative of, of everyone around me and the opportunities I had um I just lost the love for the job at that stage and then, um, yeah. and I think that was the push that I needed to actually get out the door and 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 go and run HR four K full time. Gotcha. Um, you know, I'm not disgruntled. Sorry, I, I mean, I'm not I'm not disgruntled. It's just a fact of life. Uh, I was blessed by having a fucking awesome career doing exactly what I wanted to do. And in my yeah. last year, I, I just I just wasn't happy, and and it was time to move. So.
1: Yeah, I I can, I can see from. Um, from a sort of job satisfaction perspective if you're doing something that you go into where you going to work every single day that you're not enjoying right, and you spend your majority of your time during the working day well during the actual day at work right, it's not healthy it's not it's not it's not a good thing is it so uh, I, I, I totally understand <clears throat> that
0: yeah I mean did you see anything obviously Luke's not here did you see like changes in Luke when he started talking about getting out today I don't know
1: yeah, so so, so my, my I think Luke should have got out a while ago. Is is hard? I think it, Luke was just after the next challenge, um, and but it wasn't fully there. Luke's like Luke's quite a fit lad, um, like physically not um, not looking. He's pretty rats, but um, he's he was just always after trying to challenge himself and push himself. And I think that the gates were open for him to leap into the business, but I think he was just more. It's more the risk and like the um, you know he didn't know what he'd be leaving behind, but. Yeah, I, I i thought he should have left before he did and when he did leave um and now he's transitioned i think yeah he, he, i th- his, his general consensus is like well, why didn't I do it uh, earlier but um That's good. Yeah, yeah yeah it's, it's definitely signs that you, you could tell hes just his heart wasn't in the job he, he, he'd dig out <clears throat> and everything that he did but he's just his, his um his, his keenness to dig out wasn't you know wasn't there particularly towards the end
0: Roger I mean there's a difference between everyone's gonna there's a level of professionalism that doesn't drop but you can still be like I'm a bit licked with this and still be being professional you know what I
1: mean
0: yeah Uh, yeah I mean I've spoken about this a lot of times yeah for me didn't want to leave particularly started this thing as a hobby Uh, the next promotion was coming up didn't want that Uh, wouldn't have done very well at it Um, yeah so just didn't want it I know about seven years of my career because I'm a rejoiner and about seven years of my career left. And I'm like, okay, do I do these seven years and be in the same boat as everybody else? What the fuck am I going to do then? And I had no idea what I would do. Uh, or do I take a chance on this thing that is now earning enough money to probably support me? And do I just take that leap? Uh, yeah, so that's, that's it really. Um, it was just it was just making that call. It actually it links on to another question we've got here. So, so thoughts on taking big risks in life. This person, he's thinking of uh, a massive career change, so it kind of links in.
1: Um, yeah. So, t- taking big risks is, is absolutely fine if you've done the, the you've done the research on it, and you're basically trying to reduce that risk as much as possible. So, yeah. what might seem like a big risk initially, if you research it, so say if it's going for a new job you understand it, understand what the repercussions are if the, if it don't come off and you've got a plan B, plan C, plan D, and then you sort of just find in your head it, it becomes a small risk. So like it, obviously fortune favours are brave, but like that that relates to um, business quite a bit. I'm sure you'll agree. It's, mm-hmm. If you if you just never take these small risks, whether it's a new product or a new line or you're going in a slightly different direction, you just won't move forward. You'll just, just maintain status quo, which is... It's not what we want really so I think it's all about just reducing that big risk and thinking about the the what ifs um with a sort of military head on it. I'm sure Ben's got um but well, I, I some meat to the bone on that. I don't
2: know my uh, I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a jump in both feet fucking get on with it let's see let's see what sticks no uh, kind of person. Uh, no um, <laughs> um I, I, I absolutely agree with you, um, and I wish – there's there's very this many attributes of, of contact coffee and the lads there that I wish I had. I wish I was a bit more uh, diligent at many things. Um, and actually, I think the nature of the lads, you guys, is the fact that you would calculate those risks. Um, I think I probably calculate them, but probably just go, right, have I got a reserve? Yeah, I've got a reserve. Okay, let's go, and, and that's that's kind of my calculation. So, what is my reserve? I don't know. Uh, pension. Boom. Let's go. Let's go start a new business. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what else have we got? So, but it, again, something that um, you know that I'm really keen to push is is the idea of. Um, that there are different types of people and there are some people that need structure and those structure means that they need to do calculated risks. And also often those people are very reserved in um, in make, taking risk because they used to structure or they need, or they need structure. So uh, Nick's answer is perfect for those people. Then there are other people and people like me who just kind of go, well, let's just roll with it and, and kind of see what comes out the other end. Sometimes we're successful, you know, and I, and I quite agree with you. Uh, fortune often favors the brave
1: who um who does
0: wins
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 that's very
0: so yeah it's all it's 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 going in with your eyes open is it exactly like we say like the sort of person you are Ben like you have to know the sort of person you are you are aware you're self-aware so you know that's how you work best so somebody else like me I'm not quite the same as that you get through a lot of what you do on force of your personality. You may you just make things happen because that's how you are. You skills. I'm a bluffer. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, there's, you know, there's skills and stuff behind that, but you, yeah, Skilled you force bluffer. things. <laughs> but I, that's I know that that's not me. I, I can't do that. I'm not, I'm like a balance in between you and Nick. If you know what I mean. So Nick is anal and boring and loves fucking spreadsheets. Etc. And yeah, and you are just fly by the seat of your pants.
2: Fuck it. Yeah, it'll be fine. No, uh, that's a bit of a cop out. To be fair, mate, I've I've got a straight. I've got a straight bloke. Uh, Obviously, uh, a lad we all know, David, uh, our business partner. Uh, You know, he's the straight bloke. And actually, to be fair, is it works for us because I'm a bluffer because I am probably let's just go see what happens. And he's a bit more reserved. We meet halfway in the middle. Yeah. So if, yeah. they, if David and I had a love child, it would be Gaz Walsh.
0: Ah, oh,
1: imagine I, that! I just like to go back to that character assassination there, Gaz, as well. Yeah, you've, go you've for it, mate. You've you absolutely declared me as a boring person. I, I've, at the moment, I've been saying to Luke, "Oh, let's, oh, you know, let's do this. Let's just fuck it. Just spend a bit, spend a bit of money on this," and he's like mate yeah i mean just just coming up to january now we need to watch uh, books a bit more Uh, and luke says words data like three or four times on a daily basis so your (laughs) your brief synopsis of me is completely invalid and i suggest you recheck yourself
2: when when you're at the bar nick and you're just talking about getting a pint it's hardly a massive investment and it's hardly a massive gamble (laughs) Let's, let's invest into this i will buy the first pint
0: you Can't deny, Nick, that uh, historically that description is fairly accurate. I don't obviously you've been away and you've come back a changed man, uh, and you know, a bit more <laughs> bit more loose, willing to live your life a bit more. Uh, yeah, but historically that's pretty accurate.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, let's keep the word loose uh, on the download because I think my missus listens to this podcast. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, so I think. I think what, what Luke and I have is that pretty decent balance. So Luke was a bit more gunco, and then I'll tell him why he shouldn't be gunko. Um, I, th- I think that's the best explanation around it. And then we'll come into the mutual decision uh, mm-hmm. on things, yeah. So that's, um, that's
2: not a mutual decision. That's basically saying, I'm going to tell you why you're wrong, Luke. And then we're going to come to why my decision <laughs> is the one that we're going to go for. But thanks for your input. Yeah, <laughs> your input. Ben, also Luke
1: will obviously <laughs> listen to this podcast as well. Um, yeah. so you've just completely ruined my <laughs> the way we do business now but no thanks a lot um, that's contact copy going down the pan
2: <laughs> uh, sorry okay. dude sorry <laughs> Bye. I actually I, I, for once I actually read uh, I actually uh, read through I, I knew exactly what you were talking about um, so, you
1: know. brilliant
0: okay are we ready for another question?
1: Let's do it
0: okay yeah. we've got reserves deployed alongside re- regulars are they more respected these days? Great question. Well, you, you, you start with this, Ben, because we were speaking about this earlier.
2: Yeah, yeah, a great question. So uh, I've got a young lad who's with me now. We've just taken Marnie, went to university, studied photography, did all kinds of bits and pieces. Um, he's had the fortune uh, to live a bit of his life, but he's still got a, 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 an, an urge to join the military. Um, and I suggested, uh, joining the reserves and what I've seen in the sort of last side of my career. Now, w- when I first joined, I did the typical thing of thinking everyone's a stab, you know, uh, the Gareth from the, from the office, the TAs and all the other shit that you give these guys. And that's only because I didn't understand. And to be fair, they did have a stereotype of being a little bit wet. Um, obviously roll on through campaigning, and then seeing, especially in the organisation that I've just left, an actual requirement for the reserves. Um, now, going back to the young lad piece, as someone who's joining later in their life, who has a, a nurse to join the military, well, actually, join the reserves is a great way of joining, of joining up, getting access to the military, but without the fuck-around factor that you would have achieved from being a 17- and 18-year-old, or, or at least you're not going to get the fuck around factor where you're then getting treated like a 17 and 18, 18 year old as well. Um, and then the thing about the reserves is you can pick and choose what you want to do. You know, you've, you can pick and choose the operations. You can pick and choose the trades. You can pick and choose the exercises and you have all the benefits pretty much of the military, except the fact you still get to you, as well as the fact you still get to live your life. Um, What I've seen in the latest stage in my career, and I was a a massive advocate of the reserves, and I still am now, uh, certainly for uh, 2123, is actually people who actually have skill sets that they can bring to the party. So people who like this young lad who's into photography and media and and other bits and pieces, people who have technical skills, people who have medical skills, people who have the skills they live and use in their their daily life or have an interest in a skill, then actually you're now using them as as enablers and support and and a really good asset uh, to to uh, to the military, I, I, I'm a massive advocate. I think I think it's a, a great concept. Um, there is some issue though. Without uh, you know going on, there is some issue. I think there's a lot of dead wood in the reserves. I think uh, certain uh, reservist units, it's basically like a, a gentleman's drinking club. Um, I think there's also been in the past where you've had shit uh, permanent staff who've basically seen it as a jolly and then haven't actually invested into their own uh, reserves. Um, so I think once you get rid of the deadwood um, and you actually get uh, permanent staff who are keen and want to drive and invest, then I think it's uh, a recipe for success.
1: Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with, I'd, I'd agree with what a lot of Ben said. Um, like from from sort of technical side, the, 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 the military can be often so to innovate and like introduce uh, new technologies. Uh, or, or, or basically get tra- uh, people training these new, new technologies. You've got a reservist, say, working in a technical background, so say, for example, in IT, that are au fait with these new uh, new systems or new ways of doing stuff that the military hasn't adopted yet. You've got SMEs that can you know, add value and benefit to um, to the wider military, particularly if they're on deployments uh, or even if they're on the FTRS uh, sort of contracts. Uh, and I know there's... there's um, well, was FDR, FDRS contracts uh, dotted about. And the guys that had been in there for years and they've become complete SMEs of that subject matter. Um, and they've also uh, stopped um, sort of regulars uh, getting dicked for the less desirable jobs, but they're, they they seem content and happy to do those sort of jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying that's what the reserve should be doing, taking up the less desirable jobs, but it's, um, yeah, it, it's... It, they, uh, they do add a lot of value in, uh, in, in various different areas. Uh, certainly when I first joined, there was a stigma attached, but as you become a bit older, wiser, and I suppose that um, as a trend sort of changed uh, and the places where we work, it's that, that we've sort of come to recognise that they are a value asset. Um, yeah.
2: Another point there as well is, um, I think it's a great opportunity for people who've left who who've, who the military has invested sometimes millions into that um, you're still getting those skill sets back out of those individuals and those individuals uh, I think it's a great stepping stone for people who are slightly institutionalised and worried about taking that big leap uh, it gives them that warm fuzzy gives them that extra knowing that they've got a bit of cash they've got a bit of security around them uh, you see that all the time but um, yeah I think if you get the right people for the right job and it doesn't become uh, you know, a lot of dead wood then then it's it's, it's a pretty good uh, pretty good uh, thing uh, I mean the, you know people have also got to be realistic about what they're actually going to do uh, when they join the reserves you know when, you know and I think you don't want to take away the keenness but I think they've got to be realistic in what they're actually going to be doing when they go there
0: it's like with anything I mean he's saying he's talking about deploying alongside regulars they more respected but I I think it's like anything. Um, if you turn up and you're a good guy, that's all people care about. Mm. Yeah, the fact. Like, if you're t- if you're a reservist, you come on, come on, you go on tour, whatever. Your performance is what if, what will get your reputation. If By you come directions. on a joint, oh, mate. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, double it I, and guys, the they could it could be working in like uh, like e-commerce and it could be like merchants for the motivated. So the the, 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 the of, uh, <laughs> and they bring that sort of uh, to the military as well, which is always um always welcomed.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Fucking
2: hell. Okay. I trying to work out where a reservist was gonna operate, but I, I couldn't really <laughs> <laughs> the De- they, they can definitely get the bruise on, that's for sure. Oh dear. Um, no, no, good. i I'm good. I I remember the um, the edge reserves that were out with two para, and I don't remember any any awkwardness. I remember going on exercise with with the TA reserves out in the states, and there was like five toms, right, and the rest were all wo ones and senior ranks, mm-hmm. and it was almost like it was the chance for these uh, deadwoods to finally have some form of power cut around with a with a smock on and you know, and try and look alley and just dick the five good geezers. And all these five people wanted to do was just be young paratroopers. Yeah. Uh, operations came up and those five people went on operations and the Deadwood did fuck all and they sat back in their bars in where it's Pusey or wherever it was. Yeah. I don't know where it's and they sat there giving it big licks about spinning dits about jumping into getting the Polish wings or the French wings exactly, the exactly. You know, these young lads did exactly what they wanted to do they they joined the reserves they signed up they went on real operations they can hurt, hurt, hold their heads high because they actually went into battle and actually did exactly what they want to do unlike these fucking bluffers that did fuck all for the whole of their fucking reservist career indeed I'm ranting
0: you it, are you? yeah, but well, people like you Ben people like you ranting
2: true mate it's true and and any of you listening that were a bluffer you'll know you're a fucking bluffer if you were a bluffer you would have gone on operations
0: there we go yeah okay what else have we got somebody's just written ben's box of meat i don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean
2: oh yeah ben's box of meat sorry i thought you said it's turned up i was i got a little bit excited where Yeah, every Friday. Oh, shit, yeah,
0: every, oh, you're far. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Every, every yeah. Friday,
2: I treat my team to a big box team. of meat meat and cheese. Yeah. Team, team. With an M-E. Uh, e- team yeah. Me. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, at the end of the day, if you're going to treat your team, you, you, you're treating them with something that you like as well. That's why it's a team, because we're all going <laughs> to like it, aren't we? I, I, I do... <laughs>
1: Yeah, I do agree with that, Ben. But I think uh, I still have the traditional way of just paying them money for the work instead of just giving them food. Um, I think that's <laughs> probably better.
2: <laughs> scraps, mate. Scraps.
0: <laughs> we got a question oh, yeah. here about initiations. Now,
2: I don't It was called, didn't it?
0: Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. was yeah. uh, the what the royal do? Nick, do you do weird naked stuff?
1: So, yeah so I, I have to be careful of my words um however uh so i i'm gonna skip the first part but w- w- there is certainly when i joined um after the initial part there's a sort of the new guy routine and you, you were just expected to do um certain jobs so uh, I used to work up in uh in scotland um at and uh um, yeah you're so just Allie. expected to do um the, the less desirable jobs, so like you know just washing up or, or, or getting the the wets or brews or bretts. Um, on and uh, yeah just you' just expected to volunteer and do the, do the crap of jobs until the next new guy comes in but i think that's um i think that's pretty much the same across a lot of these lots of civilian jobs as well so like if you're in the trade uh, fire brigade it's not trying to victimize individual or or you know, call them out it's just it's a sort of right of passage uh, um I, I know that a lot of that's been um due to uh, issues in the past but it's tried to you know try to get with a new guy routine Um, but yeah it's not certainly not as harsh as it used to be Um, I think I'll I'll just leave it at that for the
0: Right, that is is, I I realise you haven't spoken about the bit there that people actually want to hear about that is the Mm. what you've been left with there is the shittest fucking initiation story I've ever heard yeah I was was made to make brews
1: yeah and do do some
0: nasty jobs
1: yeah for for reasons. well I'm obviously still still uh, serving guys I'm trying to tiptoe um, around this conversation, without uh, ruining my career, or okay. um, j- or just doing the Ben and just uh, just fucking it off and just taking that big risk. Uh, <laughs> <and
0: that's> <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> ben, how long when you first turned up at Aldershot? Were you allowed to sleep in the block, or did you have to stay outside in the poncho like I did?
2: And <laughs> uh, no, the first night I turned up. Um, I think we did the... It was the red square. We're all standing outside the CQMSs. And on the other side of the CQMS was a red square in Montgomery Lines, And it was a classic thing where the uh, CQMS was like, lads, just go outside. There's a lad getting shelled out there. Can you just keep an eye on him? and (laughs) Let's know when he finishes. And obviously, you go out there being a brand new bloke, you're looking at a bloke getting shelled. And then... the provo's like, oh, you like to watch, do you? <laughs> and then it was like, right, get on the fucking shell. So you're on the shell. And then that night we all went, um, I was D Company, um, uh, D Company, Two Para, and we went down to the South Downs March and um, we finished the tab and what we ended up doing, we went to a pub, so the whole of D Company's in this pub and we had a big game of killer. Now, I'm brand new, Tom turned up to battalion that day, and it's just me and one bloke left on a game of killer with everyone in the company's money sat on the table. <laughs> and there's there's a black ball sat over the pocket, and I'm like, I'll have to miss this. Blatantly missed it because I didn't want to get thrashed. Anyway, we went outside uh, once the pub closed. Everyone got into a basher in the wood line, and then we just got dragged out of our beds. Dragged out of our beds, all put in a line, us new guys and uh and then torture shone in your face and it was basically like right if you can take this dig you're good to stay and i was <laughs> like oh my and i remember my mate a bloke called lee bartley and he was to my right and he was number one and i was more gutted that he was number one um than anything else because i didn't want to have to wait in the dark for a punch <laughs> this <laughs> place. There was also a few other bits and pieces They used to do uh desert boot fighting In the showers We used yeah. to have the showers in Oldershot And they were three man showers And we used to do things like We used to put a big poncho And do things like um, Fucking uh, platoon nights in there With the showers on And all kinds of bits and pieces You'd watch the film Platoon sit the sit the sit the tv on the toilet in front of the showers put a poncho up everyone would be in cam cream and a, a jungle hat and then you'd watch platoon in what's essentially the rain <laughs> <laughs> anyway um we we had these three-man showers and he used to do uh roll mat roll matting in there which was pre-stand yeah. and then roll matting evolved into desert boot fighting yeah. um yeah and the the, the the going all of this um I was I was from Oldershot at the time. I was my parents were living in oldershot And I wasn't even allowed downtown to my own town. It was like, no, you haven't yep. been in long enough. You haven't been in long enough. You can't go downtown. And because I wasn't allowed downtown, I then got beasted by everyone who came back from town for not going downtown because I'm a, a chopsy joke. You, you, you can't win. But it's about re-education. The problem was was when certain individuals who were dicks took it too far. It was a bit of a laugh, it was a bit of fun. And then when you've got certain individuals and those guys are cunts and they're the bad guys in all our stories.
0: Totally. I I pretty mirror exactly what you've said there. It's pretty, yeah. You know Lee Bartley? I was in cadets with him. No way. We were in cadets together. Yeah. Good guy, mate. Good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Nice bloke. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty standard story, isn't it? I remember pretty much exactly the same thing happening. Yeah. Mm.
2: But it's re-education, you know. I, th- it I think it is. There's, I don't remember. I remember a couple of little bits of bullying, but actually, there was there was a group of guys who 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 were bullies in Tupara, and um, they basically got dragged into the sergeant major's office. A bloke called Scout Scott at the time got dragged in the office, and then they were just they were educated in there. And then that night was the night of the long nights, and essentially. Um, senior sort of full screws just went around the block and they gripped them. Mm-hmm. And after that, there was no bullies. There was no bullies. It was a night of the long knives. exactly how it should be done. You know, Totally. don't stand. And that's the good thing about the reg. They don't stand for bullies. It's good. True.
0: Right. I think we're, we're kind of, the ones we could actually do, I'm pretty much done here. Uh, there's, there's some stuff here that we've spoken about so many times that it's probably worth going into. Talking about like what, What it means to be a veteran and shit like that. Uh, I don't know. It's.
2: uh, We lost
0: Nick. We have lost Nick, haven't we?
2: Are you back, Nick? Fuck it out. Hello.
0: Uh, Yeah,
2: he's here. He's here. He's here. He's
0: here. What happened
1: there? Did it it cut out after 45 minutes?
2: No, not for us. Yeah.
1: Zoom cuts out after 45 minutes.
0: well yeah, yours, yours does ours doesn't
1: yeah well have you have you signed up to the app
0: uh, I, I'm not
1: going to count some yeah so it, okay. I've done it before anyway
0: right. or did it just okay. jettison you because you were bringing nothing to the party is that what happened it's decided it was too dull and just jettisoned you so, sorry dad like j- j-
1: you're j- j- you j- difficult, j- j- you, you difficult in comms you
0: difficult
2: comms <laughs> mate I'm I'm, I'm
0: I've definitely been unworkable a few times in my life yeah um, have we got anything else that we want to go through I know there's kind of one thing that we are gonna mention but have we got anything else other than that cunts Nick the obvious cons. go for it you probably pulled a face at me there like who what are we, what are we gonna talk about
1: yeah I'm, I'm intrigued to see where you're gonna go with this guys
0: okay it's well it's dead simple I mean I I don't see any reason to coat it. It's that time of year. Okay, so it's November, pretty much. And we see every single year. Um, th- thanks for letting me take the lead on this, by the way. Uh, <laughs> so we say the same thing every, every single year. And we weren't going to say anything this year because we say it every fucking year and it's like a broken record. But um, what we start to see when we look around our sort of uh, similar veteran-owned companies, is people starting to make clothes with the poppy on, um, and giving a percentage of their the profit to the Legion. Now, like I say, we do. We say this every fucking year. It licks us out because we're of the school of thought that either don't do it at all and just encourage people to just donate to the Legion directly. So why cut down the amount of money that you're giving? Why not just give the entire amount to the Legion? Uh, If you are going to do it like this, there's some people that we know who we've had sort of dealings with business wise who are doing it in the right possible way, if they're going to do it, which is to give hundred percent of the profit to the Legion. So, yeah, you use their their puppy symbol, and you're basically just making it a ball lake for yourself. You're doing the admin behind a, uh, a a 100% profit donation to the legion. If you're going to do it, that's the way that we believe you should do it. If you are committing to that, uh, what we do see is you know 10% profit, 5% profit, whatever. Now. I don't think we've we've directly called. We weren't, like I say, we weren't going to say anything. I don't think we've directly called people out before. People, we've just sort of alluded to it, but we happened upon a post by uh, Forceware, and so they. I think their shirts their shirts cost about fucking twenty quid, I think, and of that twenty quid, a pound goes to the Legion, one pound now
2: i think it's 35 quid for the for the hoodie 35 for the hoodie
0: 35 quid for the hoodie okay but it's regardless it's not a percentage it's just a pound that's correct isn't it ben
2: yeah that's what i was just told yesterday i mean they're they're one of many companies that are doing this but i just think it's disgusting
0: it is disgusting i mean we're calling them out for a couple of reasons one because um that everybody else that I've seen gives a percentage. Like like I say, we don't agree with this at all, but there's there's levels of fucking shitness. And if you're going to be shit, this is the best example of absolute cunt trick stuff. So you're making profit off a charity. You are driving people to your website to buy gear that you're making more profit off than you're donating uh, and it, it's it's just fucking wrong and I, I, I guarantee you that their shirts cost about fucking three quid to make as well because I've, I've felt them you know it's not like there's a huge amount of quality there they are making profit good profit off this stuff it's just fucking disgusting Um like I say don't want to go too much down the rabbit we like we weren't going to say anything but then we we've we, we saw this post and it's like just a pound. It's just fucking wrong, you know. Look, just uh, give it to the British Gummer. Legion
2: sell their own apparel. British Legion totally. sell all their own products. That's so that money can go into the British Legion. 100%. You know, buying some fucking Webster's fucking screamer kit um, that's blatantly profiting off the back of you know, as you said, a charity and the goodwill of that cause is fucking lower than a snake's belly. It's yeah. it's disgusting you know totally. um i think anything like that i mean we've we've tried to in the past i think we've all tried to do something similar in the fact that where we've gone okay we'll donate this but what we've done before is we've donated 100 percent of the profits from a t-shirt uh to a cause, not a fucking pound not yeah. a fucking anything else and then and then to put on there oh we've donated this much over it us a fuck support the charity, support the cause, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it just, it, it comes to, again, all of these brands that are popping up that have zero substance, zero fucking credibility, and they're all worn by the type of fucking veterans that think the world owes them a fucking solid, you know? Just yeah. whinging.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. Um, like, for full disclosure, I will I'll, I better just clarify this. Okay, so the only two charity shares I've ever done are for Stu Leach's x fifty fifty challenge, where all the profit from that goes to Stu Leach's charities, whichever ones he's doing it for. The only other one I do is the Operation React, that React is response one. Um, now, that used to be all the profit went. On their request, now only 20% goes So that's their request. And I'm absolutely happy with that, obviously. But that's fucking it. You know what I mean? Like, you don't understand how, I think people don't really understand how easy it is to do one of these things, like to make a shirt. I could do it in the next 10 minutes. I could replace the heart that the hangman is holding with a poppy. And I could put that online. I could do a pre-order for it or whatever. And it would fucking fly out. Because I understand that people would like that. They would like a shirt like that to combine those two things. Can we, can we, can we be it.
2: clear, Gaz, as well? There are many companies that start up, and I think we may have mentioned it, but there are many companies that think they're doing it for the right reasons. There are many totally. people who believe that they think they're doing it for the right reasons. 100%. Uh, you know, not knocking your lads but or, or lasses, but just have a think about it. You know, I, I get it's slightly say naive uh, uh that's probably not the right word i think they think they're doing it for the right reasons but unfortunately it, it it's not as good as you think um then there are other people who year on year out are making a fucking load of money out of it and actually it's yeah. one they put in the calendar so totally. yeah uh,
1: and something uh, something else that we, we've seen is um doing a discount on november 11th offering a discount yeah all all club. In support of members' day, there. there'd be a discount in all clothing today. And I've seen I've seen uh, some companies who've not even suggested that it's going to be any money given to the Legion. They're just doing a discount because it's a military yeah. day.
2: Yeah, um it's I think we co- that- we close down, don't we? I think the three of us. I yeah, yeah, the yeah. three yeah. of us we close down on that day, don't we? Totally.
1: Yeah, yeah. We yeah, we had, we had uh, one year. We just um yeah completely closed the website down, and then. I think uh, from them we we just do a simple post that shows uh, no no hashtags. So we're not trying to get followers. Just showing that Mm -hmm. we're thinking, um, think about you know what's the the actions of what happened on that day and everything that surrounds it. So yeah, Yeah. and and anything else that yeah, it's it's just not needed, not needed.
0: Like when we talk about this stuff, I mean we we should be kind of wary of it. But like we always have the potential to come across as absolute holier than thou cunts. and that, but that's that's kind of the line that we've, we're having to walk. By someone has to say something because it's it isn't okay. Well, I I firmly believe it's not okay. So if I pretend it is okay, then I am being a cunt. Um, it, I, I think it's wrong, and I think it takes. I've always said previously that I think it, the veteran community has to police itself because. Uh, civilians find it hard to police the veteran community because then they instantly look like they're being, you know, I don't know, disrespectful or not thankful and all that bollocks. Um, Yeah, so I think it is up to us to go, guys, should we not do this? Because it makes us all look fucking bad. Yeah, we are all trying to make this a good thing. Maybe you should stop doing that. Just rethink it, think through it fully.
1: Yeah, I, I, do, you, do you think, guys, to a certain extent, with great respect to, to customers as well that buy these clothes, that they're, they're, they're maybe not looking into the background, and maybe see that somebody's going to. Um,
0: Luke, your uh, sound's going to be a shit, Nick. Is that any better? Yes, mate.
1: Go yeah, on. cool. Um, do you, do you not know think, uh, with great respect to the customers of the, some of these um, military companies, that they're maybe not looking at the where that money's going uh, so this mm-hmm. see an element of it is going to the legion but obviously we, we sort of understand um how, how these things work from from a business perspective and we know what's happening do you think maybe there's an element of naivety
0: yeah absolutely it's fair <coughs> pardon me it ain't the customer's fault you know what i mean They it, it, it's they're taking advantage of that as in the businesses they're taking advantage of that naivety from the customer you know, the customer really just wants to do the right thing and they want to combine two things. They want to support veterans. This is the argument that will come back. They want to support veteran business and donate to the Legion. That's fine. I understand that completely. You're trying to do a double whammy and do two good things there. But you've got all year to support veteran okay. businesses if you want to. Just this month, just give it to the fucking Legion. You know what I mean? Just, Just give it to them. And I know that shoots us in the foot by saying, oh, don't buy our stuff, just give it to the Legion this year. But um, I don't know. I mean, I suppose the other argument that come, comes back is like, well, what have you guys donated? At least we're giving a pound, you're not giving anything. I mean, that's, I suppose that's a fair argument. But we deliberately don't do it because we don't like the idea of leveraging the poppy to drive traffic to our website. And gain from it that's why we don't do it so we sidestep yeah,
2: that I mean hr 4 ks it's a bit easier i mean i've got I've got um uh, British Legion um, donation tins in my store mm-hmm. stores I think store yeah certainly um I've also got involved in the unknown warrior uh, 100 which is obviously everything of like that is going to the British Legion. Yeah. And there's ways of doing it where you're, where we're not taking profit from that. Actually, what's happened is is we've used our small amount of, you know, in, in uh, respect uh, uh, perspective, but small amount of reach, to actually drive uh, direct funds into those associations and charities, uh-huh. um, as opposed to the money going through me, and then actually, I mean. Where's the audit? I'd be interested to see the actual audit of everything that goes through, uh, and say how many t-shirts you sold this week. Well, when you print your own fucking t-shirts, I mean, it's it's like it's like owning a chippy and then telling your 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 VAT lady that you've only sold this, you've only made this amount of chips when every potato is different and fucking everything. Really? I'm going well, going off of something subjective, but you know what I mean. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, and yeah, to put it into perspective, from a contact copy. Um, uh, from the Contra Coffee side so uh, for example we, we are supporting Project Vertical um, which um, it's an epic challenge uh, Fergus Crawley uh, and Johnny Payne are conducting and Ben Nevis at the next week and we've uh, paid for elements of uh, like some filming and some other stuff but it's uh, we don't declare how much we're gonna pay. We don't say, yeah, we're doing this much, doing that much, but we're, we're involved with it and we're, we're supporting in any, any way we can so by sharing the donation pages, sharing the videos, sharing the content that they're doing. But we do not not gonna scream and shout saying, oh, this is how much content copies donated or made. It, it's just been a bit more tactful about, about it, I suppose. Um, yeah, and a bit more a bit more gentle, a bit more British, I suppose. I think I, that's, that's a, uh, a good way of
0: describing it. That's a good way of describing it, yeah. It's just, just humility, isn't it? It's like not don't look yeah. at us, how much we've fucking done. You know, it's I, I prefer doing it that way, as in, you know, could we all get requests for charity stuff? And this is kind of tangency, I suppose, but I prefer to do that. I prefer to pick individual things that I find inspiring, or I think my customers might find inspiring, and support that. You enable you're trying to enable other people to do it using the reach that we have, rather than you know giving a, a this amount and then gobbing off a body.
2: Mm. Uh, Gaz,
0: Gaz yes, I'll ask you a question.
2: Did you come okay. to work today with a plate carrier ska- and a skateboard? So <laughs> no one can see that, Ben. Only... Screensh- screenshot that, just screenshot that.
0: Nice, right, I'll do that now. Go on. Mm. Maybe,
2: uh... Mm. Uh, don't know, know if you know, the... guys, but I just uh, skateboarded with my plate carrier to work today. So... <laughs> <laughs>
0: I did not skateboard and I put that, that play car has got fucking dust on it.
2: Uh, yeah. All right, all right. Fucking old sweat. There we go. yeah uh, <laughs> De- Desert dust. No biggie. Whatever. Um, <laughs> right.
0: So we, uh, has everyone got the rage out? Yeah.
2: I think, yeah, I think it's time in the, in the wise words of, um, of Gaz. Let's wrap. Oh, yeah,
1: so I, I agree. Um, Jesus
0: Christ.
2: What I do? don't think I need to have yeah me yeah Yeah. hey uh, good to see you uh, Nick it was good to see you the other day uh, when you popped in yeah, to uh, HR4K uh, thanks for that mate good catch up um, yes. yeah cheers for having us guys
0: Roger no we're going to push before we go
1: uh, yeah uh, just uh, I briefly mention it but it's uh, Project Vertical so Luke and I will be heading up to uh, Nevis next week uh, in support of these guys who for the people who are not tracking or not um, not seeing or any of the content has been shared so far is um, Fergus Crowley and Johnny Payne uh, who they're doing a vertical marathon so uh, essentially they're going to be up, going up Ben, ne- ben Nevis uh, three times a day for ten days which is going to be an absolute lick so uh, I know there's a few people already attending um, they've uh, they- they've got donation pages which we are we, we have been sharing um, but yeah pl- please check them out uh, ch- check out Fergus Crowley. check out his page <laughs>
2: Just good stuff. Cool, Ben. You got anything? Uh, no, just uh, some new product drops. Check out the website. Uh, got some new bits and pieces, and hopefully, got some good news coming soon. Um, and then, obviously, we're in the process of building the new Colchester shop. So, anyone based or lived in around uh, Essex, Colchester, uh, standby, standby.
0: <laughs> Roger, uh, I have nothing other than uh, shorts, maybe coming next month. But like I said. Don't buy any of my gear because you should just give it to the leads instead. <laughs> Bank- bankrupt me next month. Um, what else have we got? Yeah, the community thing. So that community fucking platform thing is going to go live on Monday. Uh, so come and say hello on there and uh, we'll have a chat. But uh, there'll be more details going out about that as it, over the weekend and I'll drop it on the email subscriber list. So if you don't want to miss out on that, subscribe to the mailing list. everyone good
2: cheers guys thanks so much have a nice day you are your head bye bye (laughs) (laughs) thanks